Greetings, Alpha Seekers. Um, Alpha's Next has been a little nervous today because uh, we've had some uh, civil unrest in our very own uh, 60614 zip code. Uh, second richest in the city. But, you know, uh, there are no borders for the virus and there's no borders for the, uh, for the civil unrest anymore. So no neighborhood is immune, obviously, from it. Uh, I think there's some cause for concern when the police don't seem to be able to protect private property. Um, I think all of that is very bearish for uh, any kind of real estate in urban areas, in metropolitan areas. Uh, commercial real estate, whether it's retail, which was already on life support, or uh, residential, high-end residential, multifamily, single-family. I think all of those things are probably being set back 50 years. Uh, and those of you who were around at that time know what that did to the real estate market in this city and many other cities. So that is a real tragedy. And uh, I don't know that there's much of a way forward. I do know, though, that Mr. Market is unscathed. Uh, Mr. Market was up yesterday. Mr. Market was up today. Uh, Mr. Market is not phased by this. And I think that there are, uh, the reason for that is that, you know, number one, things are driven so much by the Fed, uh, making it impossible really to go anywhere but the stock market. Um, and now some of these uh, real estate plays are not making any sense anymore. Uh, what, what seems to happen in the market is people will rotate from the winners to the losers and then run the losers up. But they have no place else to go. So if tech starts to cool off based on the reopening, then uh, they'll move to the casino stocks and the, um, the gun stocks. <laughs> went up you know um so uh there, there's just rotation within sectors and in individual stock picking and when you've ridden zoom up as far as it's going to go then you go and and try to ride uh you know uh las vegas sands or american airlines up and the, the whole market seems to be uh factoring in a rapid reopening now there is reason for optimism on that, insofar as it's obvious that the lockdown, quarantine, shelter in place, whatever you want to call it, is over. Um, I mean, it's pretty clear that the police can't even enforce a, a curfew across the board, and they can't even protect their own property like squad cars, uh, much less retail. So to expect them to be able to enforce any kind of social distancing or uh, or, or, you know, people going back to the lakefront here in Chicago, that's just, by, you know, you'd have to live in some sort of a fantasy world to think that that's going to happen. So uh, the loss of control it makes it obvious what I was saying all along is that when people decide they're going to come back out, they're going to come back out. And I think the... Uh, you know, it's the nature of the human reptilian brain to focus on the, the highest order of threat. And the invisible threat 
is going to be dramatically uh, subdued by the visible threat, which is all the violence and rioting and vandalism and arson. Uh, I think if Trump decides to uh, send in the military, you know, you're going to see some bizarre scenes because the, the mayor here has adamantly opposed that. So if the troops start coming down the interstates, <laughs> you know, what, is CPD going to be out there blocking their way? Or protesters? I, I don't know. So that could get to be more in the realm of a of a dystopian science fiction movie than anything that uh, we are accustomed to talking about on this podcast. So I'll leave that to your imaginations. But what I will suggest very strongly to you is that you buy some puts tomorrow. Uh, if you don't know how to buy puts and you want some help, let me know. Because we are going to uh, put our heads together ventures next tomorrow and shop for some puts because here's what's happening because the market is going gradually up and there's very little volatility the puts on the S&P 500 on the spiders the ETF are cheap volatility actually went down today and if you look out your window or you look and watched your television you can see that we have riots in the streets uh, how the market goes up in the face of that, I don't understand. And when I don't understand something, I don't believe it. So I think that you should buy some puts tomorrow morning. Uh, and what a put will do is protect you from the downside, okay? If Mr. Market decides to look out the window and say, hey, you know, I notice there's a lot of fires out there, then I think the market should go down to 1800 uh, because I think that the, uh, the endurance of this, the time frame on this is more like Occupy Wall Street than the 68 riots or the 93 riots uh, in uh, L.A. You know, last time we called out the, the federal uh, troops, the military was in the Rodney King riots, and that, well, that lasted a long time, but it was largely confined to L.A., and it was over in, you know, a couple of weeks or whatever. Uh, this is different than that. This is not limited to any one uh, group of people or any one geographical. It's like the virus. It's nationwide. hundred cities. Uh, everything all at once. And I think that the ultimate end game here is probably going to be directed at Trump and Pence. I think the 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 left wing agitators, the anti-fascist, anti-fa people don't trust the democratic process uh, to get rid of Trump, so they're taking it into their own hands. And the right wing, you know, these boogaloo guys evidently want to start a race war. So <laughs> You know, I don't quite know why they would want to do that. But uh, both of those extreme groups, kind of like in Germany before the Nazis took over, they both had an interest in destabilizing uh, the society and the economy. So they're working at the same tactic for opposite strategies. And uh, so I don't think this is going to end anytime soon. I think they'll keep the pressure up. Uh, 
and that's not good. That is going to create a lockdown, and that's going to drive a lot of retail out of business, and it's a good reason to buy some puts. So what you want to do if you buy into this theory is uh, you've got the uh, spiders at about 300. You want to look out in the options chain, and you can you can buy these things on a weekly, monthly uh, basis. So you could you could play it, just buy them every week, or you could uh, play it. There's a June 19th expiration on the monthlies, and there's one after that, and after that, and after that. I expect this to continue as long as Trump is in office. So at least through November, uh, and even beyond, I mean, you know, even if Biden wins the election, they might want to push Trump out. So uh, now I could be wrong, as those of you who listen uh, know, I am often wrong, but I am also often in doubt. <laughs> so I'm telling you, this is this is probably the worst case scenario, obviously, but uh you know, that's why you buy puts for the worst-case scenario. And the time to buy them is before you need them. The time to buy puts is when they're cheap. Now, volatility, uh, implied volatility, the VIX on the S&P, uh, spiders is at uh, 28, I think, which, you know, like in March, mid-March, when this virus crisis hit, it was screaming at 80-plus. And that's about the level it was at during the financial crisis at the bottom. So uh, if you put 30 in the context of uh, the norm, the range from, you know, DEFCON 1 up, up in the 80s to, you know, boring, flat market where nobody, none of the traders can make any money, the lowest it gets is like 10, you know. So on a scale of 10 to 80, we're still at the low range. So the puts are a bargain. And if things go badly if the military starts getting deployed uh, and and the street begins to realize if if indeed this thing does persist and the street realizes it's going to persist and in effect it's another shutdown then uh, you're going to be glad you bought those puts because if the market goes down the value of your puts will go up fast and uh, you'll be able to sell those puts for a real nice price and that shield you from some of the volatility in the equity side of your portfolio. That's what I went into options to do. And then I got fancy and started trying to speculate. Uh, but the original thing I intended to do was just buy some way out of the money puts, you know, and just leave them there in case of fire. And and for a trade like that, you hope, you hope you you just wasted your money. It's like buying life insurance. You don't want to collect. So, uh, but it still doesn't mean you don't buy life insurance and you buy it when it's cheap. That's the same thing you do with puts. So uh, I'm going to leave it at that today. I think that's enough to chew on. And seriously, you know, if you know how to buy puts, I would buy them. If you don't, have your have your broker talk to you about them. Uh, if that volatility starts to spike tomorrow, uh you might re, you might be in too late, and we might be in too late. I wish I had bought them this afternoon, but it didn't occur to me. I was a little worried about uh, about force protection here, <laughs> but because uh, we did have some action up here, and of course the night may be challenging. But uh, 
Anyway, when I started to regain my uh, perspective, I started thinking about protecting my portfolio instead of my family and my house. So, uh, so protect your portfolio. That's my advice. And if you want advice on it, talk to your financial advisor or uh, you can talk to me and, and I can point you in the right direction. So that's it from Alpha's Next. Uh, stay safe. And uh, we will talk to you tomorrow.